Tequila Embajador is the best way to celebrate the big game. That's the Las Vegas way of celebrating. Every sip of Tequila Embajador gives you that feeling that every weekend is one long holiday weekend. You can always make the right play call if you're in Las Vegas by celebrating big plays with a glass of Tequila Embajador at Michael T's Embajador Happy Hour daily between 4 and 6 p.m. The official tequila for Michael T's Steaks, Ribs, Burgers, and Sports Bar at the corner of Warm Springs and Tenea. Big games, big weekends, great fans. Celebrate with Tequila Embajador. Welcome to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. Drive 96.9, And we've got a great guest, Christian Adderson from Mesquite Gaming's Group Sales Department. So, Christian, welcome to the show. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for having me on. So uh, you've you've had this for years, but it's not really kind of well-known, but you've, you've basically become a one-stop shop for whether it's a, a small group or, you know, a large group. Uh, you can handle all their golf, hotel stays, restaurants, and you've got a wide variety. of. I can't believe how many courses you're associated with. Yeah, you know, with us being a, a great golf destination known across the country, you know, we, we have a great team here that will take care of everything for a group. And, and that group can be 10 rooms and 16 golfers all the way up to, you know, 144 players and right. 75 rooms. Our group sales department will take care of any group of any size, and we make it really easy. We know how hard it is for a group leader to plan and get their, get their you know, people that come with our group to different courses. We're going to take care of booking those tea times, booking hotel rooms, collecting rooming lists, payments, and we pay the courses directly. Right. Um, so the the groups really it makes it easy for them to come out to Mesquite, and when they get here, really enjoy their trip with their group, and that's the most important thing. Well, you you know, I, I I'm looking at this list here that you have. I mean, you on the way if you're coming from Vegas, you you've got Coyote Springs that you have a relationship with. If you're coming down from Utah, you've got courses in st george which there's some great courses sand hollow and sky mountain the ledges and then coral canyon you 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 I mean you can you know not to mention the courses you have in mesquite proper with casablanca and the palms uh conestoga falcon ridge uh oasis palmer golf club and oasis canyons golf club so i mean you've got an unbelievable variety of courses from everything from you know basically easy courses to play to as hard as you want to make them. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of the, the golf in this region is you can come for a four- or five-day trip, play golf every day. You're not playing the same course every day. Some some destinations, you go play desert golf, you're playing a desert golf course every day. Right. You come play the Casablanca, you're, you're playing a, a classic desert-style golf course. You go play the Palms the next day, and you got an elevation change of a 115 feet in our signature par five uh, at the Palms. I mean, it, it is amazing the, the quality of golf that we have in this region. And, and it's all within six minutes of your hotel if you're playing Mesquite. And St. George is an easy drive, just 35 miles north. And then obviously Coyote Springs, really a hidden gem in Nevada. Yeah. Um, if you're coming out of Vegas, you can play it on your way up to Mesquite or even on your way out of town, on your way back down to Vegas. It's you, you got to have it in your rotation. It's a fantastic golf course. Well, uh, if if people are interested in it, they can go to salesatmesquitegaming.com or call 888-711-4653, or they can go to your regular website, visitmesquitegaming.com, 
uh, for more information. Yeah, those are great places to go. And, and on our website, you can fill out a request for proposal. Let us know how many in your group. And then one of our sales team, our concierge, will reach directly out to you, give you pricing on all the golf courses you, you want. Or if you just want more information, they'll get you all the information you need so you can make the right decisions for your group to come stay at the Casa Blanca and play some great golf up here in Mesquite, Nevada. Yeah, well, as I said, I mean, I used to do this. Um, but you know, my, mine was way more trickier than yours. I mean, I had a, I had a established relationships with different, you know, hotels, uh, different courses. Uh, you've got the hotel in your back pocket, basically. Um, you've got great food. You've got great restaurants. You've got Catherine Steakhouse and, you know, currently we're in stone crab season. Um, so, I mean, you've got a real, real plus, I think. For anybody that's interested in coming up there and playing as a group, um, they, you know, it's like I said, it's a one-stop shop. I mean, you can take care of their hotel, you can do meals for them, uh, you can you can get them you book a, book them at other clubs. Um, so if you're the group leader, I used to call it you know trying to herd herd cats sometimes when you deal with the group leader uh, with the players. Um, you just make it so easy for those guys, and you make them look like superstars. Yeah, you know, and, and, and we try to give great benefits to that group leader because, like you said, it is it is like herding cats and you're trying <laughs> to get people going about five different directions. So when you when you book your group, and, it, and it, it's it's the minimum is 10 rooms, 16 golfers. So if you're there or way above that, here's what we're going to do for that group leader. We're going to take care of the hotel room, whether they stay at the Casablanca or the Virgin River, wherever the group's staying. And then if they book tea times with their group at the Casablanca or Palms, we're taking care of that group leader's uh, tea time there yeah. as well. So yeah. we, we know how difficult it is. That group leader can come, you know, not, not worry about money out of their pocket for the, the hotel and those two courses if they book their group there. And then in addition, you know, we have a great catering team. If you're looking to, to have a Calcutta or something, you know, while the group's here, we can do a little uh, catered event out by the pool or one of our meeting rooms, and it can really turn that group into a first-class experience. And just people just having a good time on and off the golf course. And that's what you get when you stay at the Casablanca and you bring your group up here. Yeah, you'd be foolish not to take advantage of this situation if you've got a small group or even a larger group. I mean, say you've got 35 guys. Um, you know, one call does it all. One call does it all. And, and with those bigger groups, we'll set up shotgun starts for them. So, yeah. again, the idea is to have your group be together. And, you know, the, the shotgun start with those 40 or more players works out great because you all start at the same time. You're all done at the same time. Yep. Then you guys get back to the, the Casablanca, enjoy that great pool back there, and really just enjoy the whole trip together and, and makes it one to remember, that's for sure. Well, it's a, I think this is really uh, beneficial information to get out there because, like I said, you've been doing this for a while, but, you know, with the addition of some of these courses that you've added, um, and like I said, with you doing, you know, basically you take over the group. Anything that's golf-related, hotel stays, meals if they want, um, you know, the golf stuff, you know, you'll do closest to the pins. You'll do all that, you know, the, the crazy games that sometimes these groups want to play. Um, but you'll take care of all that. And as I said, you make the group leader look like a superstar to these groups. And in, in my experience, once you do that, then they want to come back. And with your variety of courses, why wouldn't you want to come back? Because as you said... You're not going to play the same course twice. Absolutely, and, and that's what we do with the majority of our golf groups. When they come through, they've had such a great time that we chat with them. 
you know, while they're here and, and we get them booked for the next year, you know, they're, they're ready to come back and bring their group back. And you, you said it, the, the next thing that the biggest decision they have to make for the next year, what course rotation we want to play. Cause the hotel's already there and you get to experience all the great courses in Mesquite and St. George. And in addition, County Springs. Uh, so yeah, you can really change things up year after year. And make it feel like a fresh trip each and every year when you come to Mesquite, Nevada at the Casablanca Resort. Yeah, we've been talking with Christian Anderson uh, with the uh, group sales department at the Casablanca Hotel. So 888-711-4653. Or you can go visit www.mesquitegaming.com for some more information. So Christian, thank you very much for this information. Uh, I think it's been very beneficial to our listeners. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Bob, quick, the neighbors. There they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go? Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed. We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them when they get back. Well, they're back. And you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we could afford 99 bucks, and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. Now, let's get back to Coach's Corner. Here again, your host. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, Drive 96.9, I'm your host, Coach Jimbola. And the Vegas Golden Knights will be playing tonight at 7 o'clock at T-Mobile against the San Jose Sharks. So coming off of a 5-1 shellacking of the St. Louis Blues, uh, which was kind of a statement game for the Knights and uh, right now Knights are currently 37 points, two points ahead of Minnesota uh, at, with 35, Colorado is in third place with 34, St. Louis at 33 so uh, tonight the Knights are favored uh, to win the game, they are a plus 260 or minus 260, sorry minus 260 favorite and interesting thing happened in that game against St. Louis Marc-Andre Fleury had tested positive um, when he came, got off the uh, plane from Minnesota going to St. Louis. Uh, he tested positive, and uh, they isolated him, and then he went through a series of tests and found out that it basically was a false positive, which allowed him to participate in the game. So the question tonight is, will Marc-Andre Fleury be in goal? Or will one of our other backup goalies uh, be there as Robin Lerner is still with the Henderson Silver Knights uh, in a conditioning situation for him? So we've got uh, post game from Coach Pete DeBoer uh, with their 5-1 victory over the St. Louis Blues. Second time only the Knights have won at St. Louis uh, coming off of that 5-1 victory on Saturday, and as I said, that game will be played tonight, so our show will be delayed until after that game because we run at the same time. 
So here is Coach Pete DeBoer of the Vegas Golden Knights, and this is courtesy of the Vegas Golden Knights website. Obviously, end of a long road trip for you guys. Just how happy were you with the effort you guys received in the third period? Yeah, it was a, it was a gutsy effort tonight and a and a real gritty win. Um, you know, we had a lot of things stacked against us: six games and ten nights, and and all the stuff we dealt with on the road. Um, you know, from being kicked out of our hotel to false positive tests and. Uh, you know, to end up uh, coming out the the end of this trip four and two in, in some uh, tough buildings, uh, I think is a is a great road trip. So that was our goal today, and I thought the guys dug deep to to have an effort to make sure they got that done. Next question tonight goes to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Justin, hey, Braden McNabb had a lot of ice time there in the third period, obviously defending the five on three, and then there at the end. I guess when he was out, uh, what what was he missing? At- what were you guys missing, I guess, and what did he bring back to the lineup once once he got healthy and back to him? Yeah. Uh, well, he's he's a warrior. He's like Martinez. They they uh, you know they, they they sacrifice their bodies every night, uh, doing a lot of that work in our own end and in front of our own net and blocking shots in order to help us win. Um, you know they don't get a lot of headlines and accolades, but. Uh, you know, a huge piece of, of our defensive effort back there and, and how we defend. And, um, you know, he's one of those identity players for us that when he's not in the lineup, we miss him. I'll turn to David Shane with the Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, David. Hi, Pete. Their, their power play, I guess, got you yesterday. Today there was a big five-on-three that you guys were able to kill. Uh I guess how much momentum, how big of, of a factor was that? What were you guys able to gain uh, from killing that five on three? Well, I, I think we take a lot of pride in our penalty kill. And uh, I think, you know, when we looked at it yesterday, I don't think anyone was happy with our effort or execution uh, on it. And, you know, I think uh, we reset overnight and, and uh, coaches did a, a good job of, kind of identifying some things we wanted to make sure we cleaned up. And, and I thought the guys tonight, uh, you know, re- really got it back where it's been all year, which is, you know, as, as a, a weapon for us and, and the ability to take away momentum from the other team. And I thought that's what, what uh, it did tonight. Next question for Pete goes to John Treach, Channel 8, Las Vegas. Hey, John. Hey, Coach. You think about where you were. As of yesterday afternoon, St. Louis is breathing down your neck after two losses. And your guys responded by winning two games on back-to-back nights in their building. I know it's there's a lot of hockey left to be played, but that was a pressure spot. How how do you think your guys responded to that? Well, we responded uh, exactly how I expected the group to respond. You know, nobody was happy coming out of the second Minnesota game. Uh, we had lost two in a row for the first time in a long time and um, you know we responded like I said in the in the opening of the press conference uh, with uh, two gritty gutsy efforts uh, from everybody and uh, you know we put in some fresh bodies tonight with uh, Brownie coming in the lineup and he gave us some some good energy at the end of the trip so it was a an entire team effort take two more tonight next question goes to David Shane Las Vegas Review Journal 
Hi, Pete. Just with that, can you touch a little bit on the decision to uh, stick with Nosek on the third line and then uh, go with Brown there? It's, I would assume it's not an injury with Glass. Is that correct? No, it's not. It's just, you know, the end of a long trip and a lot of hockey. And, and uh, you know, I, I think I talked at the beginning of the season that we were going to try and use our depth and, and rotate guys in and out uh, in these situations in order to give us some energy. And I thought that that's exactly what it did. I thought Nose gave us some energy uh, in his new role the last two nights or night and a half when we moved him up there. And I thought Brownie came in and gave us some some real good legs and energy tonight. Last question tonight goes to Stormy Bonsoni with the Vegas School of Knights. Mark Stone has 14 points in the last seven games, and he said kind of before this month there was a lull of a few games where he was fighting the puck a little bit, but he just needed to get back to playing hockey. How good has he been since then? Yeah, he, he's been our leader all year, but, uh, you know, he's consistently been uh, excellent here for me. Uh, particularly lately. He's always good, even even when he's not sticking the puck in the net. Uh, you can always rely on to do everything else right on the ice, a lot like O'Reilly Smith. But uh, when he's creating offense for us, like he has been consistently here, you know, you need your best players to be your best players in order to win in this league, especially on the road. And uh, he's done that. Thanks, Pete. Remember Old Vegas where the golf courses were right outside your door? The Casablanca in Mesquite is just like Vegas used to be. Now at bookmesquitegolf.com, you can build your own room and golf getaway starting at $100. Mesquite golf packages draw golfers from all over the country to play on scenic and challenging courses. Stay in a deluxe tower room and choose from six golf courses, all within a six-minute drive from the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Build your own golf getaway at bookmesquitegolf.com. Choose from six unique and challenging courses for every golfer. Find the course to match your skill level. The Palms, Falcon Ridge, Conestoga, Oasis Palmer, Oasis Canyons, or Casablanca Golf Club. So pack your clubs and reserve a tee time. Go to bookmesquigolf.com and customize your perfect golf getaway at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Stay at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. It's just like Vegas used to be. Hey, this is Bob Golick, formerly of the Los Angeles Raiders. Go Raider fans. You're listening to Coach's Corner with the coach, Jim Bola. The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network and Raiders News. So today marks the beginning of free agency where clubs can talk to personnel and Wednesday will be the first day of actual signing so uh, some of the interesting things that are happening right now and this is from Vic Tabor and Tashawn Reed of The Athletic um, the Raiders currently have 40.8 million in salary cap space uh, after they restructured Corey Littleton and Nick Kowalkowski's contract on Friday so, so the question is what are the Raiders going to do? Um, so right now, after trading Trent Brown to the Patriots last week and releasing left guard Richie Incognito and planning to cut Gabe Jacobs, Jackson, unless he changes his mind on restructuring his contract, the Raiders need to fill three starting spots on that offensive line. That's a real concern. Um, 
there's a good chance that they could get Cognito to come back on a cheaper deal. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. If Gabe Jackson's willing to restructure, that would be good for them. Um, so the question right now is what do they do on that offensive line? So uh, some potential people, Danzel Good, uh, right guard, who's an unrestricted free agent and started most of 2020 at left guard uh, while Incognito was out there in an injury. And they have some other options with John Miller and Jermaine Ifeldi, Afidi, uh, but it makes more sense to bring someone who's familiar with the system because they're going to need to protect Derek Carr. So that's going to be interesting right now. Uh, what do they do with that offensive line? Um, the next question is going to be with the new defensive coordinator, Gus Bradley. Uh, Gus Bradley runs a cover three scheme out of a 4-3 base. Uh, so it frequently uses nickel packages and five defensive backs on the field. So uh, quarterback Trevon Mellon and Damon Arnett are both at their best in press man coverage and will have to play far more zone coverage. Strong safety Jonathan Abrams will be able to line up in the box more often, which plays to his strength. Uh, but the question is, what do they do for that rest of that defensive backfield? Um, the next question is going to be, what do they do for pass rush? And if you've only got $40.8 million available right now, and the other question right now is with Marcus Mariotto. If they can get rid of Marcus Mariotto, that would free up about another $11 million for them. But the problem is his contract um, is not a good contract. Um, it was They thought he was going to be able to push their car, uh, but they didn't. They paid him $7.5 million uh, to back up a quarterback who missed three, who missed three starts in seven seasons. Uh, the escalators in his contract, Mariota's contract, uh, the deal, $10 million in salary, could earn up to $17 to $18 million, uh, if he plays and make Mariota practically untradeable. So the question is, do the Raiders cut him or what do they do with him if they can try to get a deal uh, for him at, in the market? So I think that's one of the things that they've got to be able to do is um, potentially free up some of that money for Marcus Mariotto that will allow them to potentially go after some defensive linemen that will be able to put some heat on the other teams. And I think that was the biggest problem that they had uh, last year. They really couldn't generate a good pass rush. And in their defensive backfield was pretty weak. Uh, and some of that was because of the lack of the defensive defensive line, not being able to put pressure on the quarterback, giving him time to pick apart the defensive backfield. So, as I said, with the new defensive coordinator uh, coming in and bringing in a whole new set, um, I guess Bradley with the cover three scheme, um, which will be very interesting, and it may be a benefit to the Raiders uh, because with the cover two, uh, you've only have two defensive backs back there. With the cover three, you've got three defensive backs deep uh, back there. And as they said, uh, strong safety Jonathan Allen will be able to line up in the box more often out of that defensive set. So Raiders will start talking to people today. 
We'll see who they start talking to uh, right now. Uh, there is a uh, rumor on the internet that the Raiders are going to bring in Chris Long, uh, offensive lineman, uh, who's retired, and he might be willing to come out of retirement um, to talk to the Raiders. And he is the son of Howie Long, you know, uh, former Raider player, Raider great. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, with, as free agency opens up today, and with the salary cap being reduced down, uh, it's going to be a really, really interesting scenario to see what happens with the Raiders as they have some serious needs on the offensive line, the defensive line, and the defensive backfield. And um, uh, Mike Mayock and John Gruden have their work cut off for them this year. And as I said, it's going to be interesting that uh, today is the first day the teams can talk to players and Wednesday will be the first day that they can make offers to players and players can accept in the free agent market. So we'll keep abreast of what's happening again with the Las Vegas Raiders and their deficit that they have on their team with the offensive line, defensive line, and defensive backfield uh, right now. So uh, it's going to be interesting to say see. And I just picked this up here that, uh, as expected, Nelson Aguilar, Denzel Good, and Jonathan Hankins will test the free agent market. Um, Raiders had until 9 a.m. this morning to sign their own players before negotiating windows open up for other teams. So those three players are going to go out and test the markets and see what happens here. But I think a very pivotal time for the Las Vegas Raiders as far as turning that corner and getting to the point where they're going to make that move and not have these uh, meltdown at the end of the season as they've had the last couple of years. You're listening to the Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. Brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. If money was no object and you and a friend could get away to a beautiful nearby resort for a 24-hour stay that includes a world-class spa treatment, would you do it? Now, what if I tell you $99 is all you need for that same scenario and the resort is the fabulous Casablanca in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada? You'll be rejuvenated inside their spa and salon with a Swedish massage, European facial, or pumpkin pedicure of your choice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Casablanca Resort's $99 room and spa getaway. You can get away from your stress and start to refresh in less than an hour's drive. And when you come, enjoy our delicious dining, nightly entertainment, championship golf courses, and famous weekend brunch buffet. Book your $99 room and spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Must be 21 years or older. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. It's just like Vegas used to be. Coach's Corner continues. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And last Friday, the Las Vegas Aces, our own Las Vegas Aces, who finished second to the Seattle Storm last year for the championship, announced 
the re-signing of three-time All-Star center Liz Cambage. Liz Cambage, six foot eight center, um, will have a great impact on her. She opted out last year because of COVID. Went and had a great season down in Australia in the off-season and has been working out in L.A. Uh, with a trainer. As you, if you've been on Facebook and Twitter, you see her working out and doing a lot of things. I jokingly call her the point guard. She likes to be referred to as the point guard, even though she is six foot eight. Um, so uh, the Las Vegas Aces had a press conference uh, with Liz Cambage, Bill Lambert, and general manager Dan uh, Padover uh, talking about the re-signing of center Liz Cambage. Um, so with the addition of Chelsea Gray, Resigning of Liz Cambage, Kelsey Plum coming back off of injuries. Now, they did lose Kayla McBride, but in my opinion, that was uh, an addition by subtraction on that respect. Uh, it was time, I think, for Kayla to move on to a different place to uh, advance her career. So, uh, Aces, waiting for the schedule to come out. Uh, and that's all going to be dependent upon the Olympic schedule. So as I talked to uh, John Jiggy Maxwell, their media director at the Aces, he said that uh, they are going to play their schedule like they did the last Olympics, and then they'll have a off period of time when the players can go play for their uh, national teams. Uh, Asia Wilson and Kelsey Plum are on the group that are looking to participate for the U.S. Uh, Liz Cambage will be playing for Australia. Uh, on their national team. Uh, so, again, Las Vegas Aces have re-signed eight Olympian Liz Cambage. And here is the press conference from the Aces with uh, General Manager Dan Padover, Bill Co- Head Coach Bill Lambert, and Liz Cambage. Ah, uh, yeah. What am I supposed to say? Um... You know, Liz, this was a given. Liz was coming back here. Um, when we got her, um, it was a good fit. And, you know, we, we told her certain things were going to happen, and we asked certain things of her, and it all happened. It was a great year for her and for us, I believe. And, unfortunately, last year it didn't work out. Uh, so here we are again, and we're more experienced. Um, we have a very fine, talented team. Uh, it was clear in the finals that we had to have Liz to compete against Seattle at that point in time. Even if we had Amby, I thought they were, we were still shorthanded, uh, and also with Plum. But having Liz back, a dominant force, uh, and she's committed. And, that, and that's the best part about Liz Cambage, that when she's committed, uh, this is going to this is going to come and play and, and play well. And that's what we're excited about. And at the end of the day, I'm, I'm so old right now, all I want to do is win. And I think we're all on that page, and yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Evening. I'm looking forward to having Liz have a dominant year again. All right. Let's go ahead and open it up to questions. If you would, raise your virtual hand or let me know in the chat that you'd like to ask a question. We're going to start things off with Pepper Pursley. Um, I have a question for Liz. Um, this is Pepper Pursley with the next. So I was just wondering, are there aspects of your game you've been able to improve during your time away from the league? And have you had a chance to talk with Chelsea Gray about who should be the starting point guard for the team? 
So, Papa, you do not need to introduce yourself because you're Ricky. Don't tell anyone else who you're still my favorite. You're my favorite person in this world. I still remember. I still remember our first interview, and she said my name straight, like right straight off the bat. So, Peppa is my girl for life. It's so lovely to have you interviewing me again. Um, about Chelsea Gray, I've been in Chelsea's ear for a couple of years. I think it was it was since that first that All Star in Minnesota. She she was on my team, yeah, and that's why I was like, I need to play with her. Like her skills, her vision, her sense of the game. I can't wait to be catching those dimes from her. And and when I get double teamed, like I don't know how they're gonna play defense on us. We're too strong inside and outside at the moment. So I'm so excited to get on court and start playing with these girls. But last year. I, it was a bit of a blessing. I really got to take a step back um, and and focus on me and my game. And I've been working with Chris Johnson out in LA, um, and he's taken my game to a whole nother level. I'm training against NBA guys, um, retired, like getting back in the league. I, I I play runs with J.R. Smith every Friday morning, and it's so much fun. Like playing with those guys, it's a blessing that I get to I get to learn and. And you know, come down more of the game. So I'm lucky that last year, COVID was such a weird year, but it, it took me to a place where I love basketball and I have such a different understanding for a game and a love for the game from working with Chris. And you know, if COVID never happened, I probably would have never have spent a month on court with him. So COVID was a blessing, and it's taken my game to a whole nother level. And I'm excited to apply that with the Aces this year. Thank you so much. Mark Anderson. Now, hi, Liz. Mark Anderson with the Las Vegas View Journal. Um, you, I think everyone's going to look at your roster and, and see that this is probably the team to beat. Is that a is that a challenge you welcome? Uh, are we the team to beat or the team to try and work out how to beat? Uh, it's I, I I can't think of what other teams are thinking about us. I just got to think about what we're doing. I don't think about other teams like that. So. That's not you got to ask them. That's not a question for me. What about you then? Do you, do you feel when you look at your roster, would you would would you would you see? I look at my roster and I see Bill and Dan putting together a bunch of killers, um, and I see a bunch of ladies I can't wait to get to work with. Doug. Hey Liz, Doug Feinberg, the AP. Great to see you, my friend. Um, I have a question for you and then a question for Bill. My question for you is, you said you worked on aspects of your game. Your game was pretty damn good to begin with. What did you specifically work on, besides by point guard skills, for the upcoming season? <laughs> we warm we up. Hey, is that Bill laughing a little bit? I'm laughing. He said point, yeah, point guard skills. I'm the point guard. Um... We start with ball handles, we shoot, we do dunks, we do everything. Like we, my game was good. It can always get better. I can always learn more. I can always work harder. So we just work on everything, sharpening every tool I have, you know, on my belt. So yeah, we've been working on everything out there. And, and coach, it's great to see you as always. Uh, my question for you is you have obviously a lot of talent on the squad. I'm not going to say is this the best squad you've coached because you haven't won anything yet and won stuff in third places. But looking on paper, this team I would think is pretty good for you guys to make a nice run this year in the league. Yeah, you know, a lot of teams got better. 
if, if you look at, you know, the, the haves got better, the have-nots, you know, were kind of, were treading in place. Um, but I, I think that, you know, we can put multiple combinations out there across the board this year that we couldn't do last year. Last year I had to mix and match units. Um, but I think this year um, it's going to be hard to guard us. Uh, you, you, you know, with the Asia and Liz, you're going to have to double team them. Or if you double team them, then we got other on the perimeter shooters shoot in the perimeter. Um, we're going to run. We can rebound. You know, we'll be a better rebounding team than we were last year. So um, statistically speaking, we're set up to be a very fine basketball team. Now, you actually have to play games. And I think that the most important thing is the experience factor that we didn't have before when we first came to Las Vegas um, is there now. And I think Liz won a championship in Australia. Uh, our players were in the finals uh, this year in a growing experience. So... I think we're set up to be very competitive. Now, like I said, you actually have to play the game to see who wins. And injuries will be a big part of things and foul trouble, et cetera, et cetera. But I think for this particular year, we're very deep across the board. And obviously with the salary cap, it will, it will diminish our team in the future. But right now, we're a pretty solid basketball team. Thanks, Coach. Brian? Uh Hi, Brian Salmon, Channel 3. Um, Liz Cambage, uh, welcome back. We're very happy to have you back. I'm very happy to see you again. Um, my question is, is how, how, how tough was it um, watching your, your girls play and make it to the finals and not being able to be with your sisters and to kind of battle it out with them, even though you, you played down in Australia, but I, I would assume it was probably tough to watch them play when you, you would want to be there with them. It, it was... It was tough, and it, and it, and it wasn't because I was so happy to see the girls go so far and do so well. In Asia, have such a like a real dominant like breakout, like mark, mark her territory. You know, like this is her league now. Like she's it. She, she's she's like American basketball right now. Um, so I was so proud of her. I was so proud of the girls for pushing through for the league, for throwing it together and getting it done and holding it down in such a crazy year. Um, yes, I wanted to be there. Um, I knew I couldn't be there, like physically or mentally, I knew it wasn't for me. So, you know, it, it was it was tough not being there with the girls, but I was so proud watching them do that thing. 